Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to part two of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield. With me as always, my big brother Rich. Rich, still doing great. <laughs> welcome to the Scobro Show. Because okay. I, can I, say, I, honestly, I, I gotta say that the second half now, because I got to breathe in that. I was gonna say it was such a it was such a big victory. Oh, breathe it in again, bro. Breathe it in again. That was okay. a good one. Um, yeah, it, it, it really was. It, it oh, you was. should, you just should have heard what Kyle and I sound like in our living room. Cause you know, we got that lead 13 to 10 and the defense comes out and I'm like, okay, let's hold them and get the ball back and get down, score a touchdown. Not only that, when they blocked that punt, you should have heard the two of us. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yes. It so fun. it was the punt. Well, that's one another thing I wanted to talk about. I was I was not sure what the off if the offense could get enough done in this game. The offense scored on every possession they had in the second half, except when they took victory formation. That now they only got one to touchdown, show, right? But that also goes to show those changes that went on at halftime. Yeah, those changes that went on at halftime, which I never thought of that till you brought that was a, if you if you're stumbling onto part two and didn't catch part one, you got to go back and do it because Rich brought up the point of did the Steelers specifically have a different game plan for the second half because they know how much 
um, the the uh, who who they play the Bills. How much the Bills are notorious for halftime adjustments, and that was a really good point. Very good point. Um, if 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 that's it, that's just that's one of those one step ahead coaching moves. If that's what they did, but even if it wasn't, I like it. Um, but it's also at the same time what the offense had to do in the second half was what are defenses trying to do to the Steelers? They are crowding the line of scrimmage to take away the run and the short pass, correct? Because they don't think that you're going to beat them otherwise. The Steelers had to get the ball beyond, you know, that beyond the box is the basically the way to say it. They mm-hmm. had to get the ball beyond the box extended to both sidelines. Cause I mean, if all you're doing is pitching the ball out two yards behind the line of scrimmage or two, two, two yards past the line of scrimmage all the way to the sideline, that's not much either. You had to get that ball past that zone and actually to exploit that defense. If you want to know what you're talking about, did you watch? Did you watch the whole Monday night game last night? I saw very little of the Monday night game last night, actually. Yeah, I, uh, but I the few times it. I turned it on, I, I, I was. You saw the turnstile, right? I saw the turnstile <laughs> at right tackle for the Ravens. Yeah. So that was pretty. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I um, think I got to see about twenty snaps total. Yeah, and like three or four of them involved the turnstile. Oh well, I mean, I was I was working on stuff for the site, but I made sure I was tuned into the last five minutes of of regulation in an overtime. And on the second touchdown, if you know what I mean, where they almost where they, if you saw highlights where the the Raiders scored the touchdown, the guy was down. Um, I felt the ball should have been spotted at the half yard line. They put it at the one. They only get a half yard of the next play. Then the penalty. Then the turnover. Anyway, but on the touchdown that ended the game, Baltimore had everyone at the box. And all the Raiders had to do was run a play beyond it. And that's what they did. You know, now it's not going to be that easy because they completely sold out the Ravens had. But at the same time, that's kind of what the Steelers are going to do. They need to have that next level play because teams just don't believe that that's the way that the Steelers will be able to beat them. But, you know, the tight ends weren't targeted a bunch in the game, but when they were, it was huge. So offense, inter, what I call an intermediate pass to to Ebron, and one of those nice intermediate passes to to Booth, and they were both perfect, just what we needed. Yeah, and so so I kind of want to. We didn't talk too much about the offense, so I wanted to do that before we move on to this week, and that is, you know, the t- fifty-four yards of offense in the first half. You know, that was the big talking point. Oh, this team can't score, but they scored on every drive. I have a hypothetical question for you. Yep. The Steelers get the big punt block and touchdown. If that's just a regular old punt, what do you think the offense would have done there? Kick the field goal. I think they would have got at least three. Yeah. So I I still had the confidence in the offense there because that was still what the offense was attacking. And we were going to have a different mentality. Yeah. We were going to have decent field position. And it was it, the offense was still an attack mentality. They did, I mean, they had a three point lead at the time, correct? Yep, if I recall it, right, when they scored when a touchdown on their previous possession, yep, took the three point lead. I still think they would, they wouldn't have been playing it sim, you know, play taking it easy like they did when they got when they got the ball the last time to go get the field goal. They weren't, I wouldn't say they, they weren't going for the jugular, they were doing what they needed to do, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so. I, I still had confidence that I think they would have put points on the board there because it seemed the, that the way, was the way things were going. Teams are going to see what the Steelers did in the second half there, and it's not like they were like, oh, lights out, super impressive. 
but they're going to say, hey, let, we got to be ready for this, that, or the other thing. I mean, how much confidence do you still have in this? Do you have in this offense right now after um, that game? Well, see, they're what I didn't have a ton of, of confidence in going into the game. I didn't have a lot of confidence in them at halftime. Yeah. What the second half offensively gives me is is a glimmer of excitement. The thoughts Mm -hmm. of what could be. Yes. Yeah. I liked. Not what is. Yeah. But they showed me what could be. Yeah. And I mean, Kevin Dodson didn't have a very good game on the O-line. Um, Dan Moore Jr. I wouldn't call it an awful game, but he wasn't the dominant. He wasn't the standout that you saw. Correct. Exactly. He wasn't, it wasn't like he was the, oh my goodness, look at what he just did there. I thought Trey Turner had some really good moments. Yeah. You know, Dan Moore struggled early, but did much better in the second half. Kendrick Green is a very emotional player. I think that's why he was pulled out for three plays. I think he was getting a little bit too much, but I mean, he moves well in space. I mean, not just that Claypool run where if if Claypool is just would have used him a little bit better, they're like, oh, he missed the block. No, Claypool moved to where the guy could get around his blocker, you know? <laughs> right. Claypool could don't expect your lineman to move like your move like your wide receiver. Right. Claypool <laughs> should still he was out there. Oh, and almost Claypool could have set the guy up where oh, the guy my. had no choice but to get blocked by Kendrick Green. I'm sorry, yeah. Quadrant Green. Quadrant and Green. Uh, and uh, he he did not. He chose to stretch it out to the outside and as where if he would have just held it there for a second, gone straight up the field, would have forced the guy into Green, and he probably scores a touchdown. Yeah. And that, I actually said that to my dad. I'm like, that should have been a touchdown there. I'm like, if they no, don't, I'm see, like, if they don't get this touchdown, that's four points that that they that they left on the field, and and I feel like they did. They did leave four points on the field there. To, to me, that is a difference between that being Chase Claypool coming around on that play, mm-hmm. and Najee Harris coming around, or Ant Mac, or yeah, a running back would have set up the blocker. A wide receiver is not used to having a big lineman out there in front you of you. You are often. completely right. I mean, unless you're one running one of those wide receiver screens where they're zipping out there, you know, that you're right. They're not that's not something that happens with them nearly as much as with the running backs. So you're you're spot on there. But I'm I'm not gonna criticize. I mean, it was still a fantastic oh. play. You know oh, what I'm what? saying? But but not only that, Coach Tomlin said something today that was very important. He said about his young wide receivers and how they stuck with it. He's like, they didn't have a lot of opportunities in the first half. They really didn't. He said, but, you know, they weren't complaining. They weren't upset. They stayed mentally in the game. And then all of them were making big plays when they needed it in the second half. You know what I mean? So. Oh, Dante Johnson circus catch for the touchdown was phenomenal. I mean, people want to talk about the drops, but I mean, that wouldn't have even been a drop if he doesn't catch that catch that ball, if you know what I mean, because I think that de- the, the defender had his hand on it as well. Mm-hmm. But to come down with it, that was – you've got to remember those two. Yep. Even if it wasn't for a touchdown, if he just would have been a regular, you know, at a different spot on the field, that was a big All play. Right. 
Get that super chat, then let's transition. Yeah, we got to transition. Um, this is for, from Wilfredo Vasquez 11. $5 in the tip jar. Hope I got that name good. Uh, thank you for that. It says, just logged in. I'll listen to this tomorrow while working. But man, it's nice to smell victory. Here we go. There we go, bro. Yeah, I can still got to take smell that victory. Smell of victory. So yeah, the offense is a work in progress. And the defense, you, I mean, you're like, can they get better? Yeah, they can. I mean, they held the number two offense in the NFL last year that averaged over 30 points a game to 16 points. Yeah. And I took a still shot of it on that touchdown. TJ Watt beat the tackle so bad. The tackle reaches back and holds his shoulder and pulls Watt back. And there's no call when they throw it for a touchdown. Uh If he doesn't do that, TJ gets a sack again. Kyle, I think was up to at least six blatant, obvious holds oh. on TJ that weren't called. And that was probably in the first quarter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but, I, was, mean the- I mean, just that we're so blatant that my 15-year-old who was not a football player is like, there's a hold. Where's the flag? You know. Yeah. Now, this is a good transition because this is something about moving forward. Yes. Do you think that TJ Watt, that one weakness to his game, <gasps> I'm going to mention a weakness in TJ Watt. Maybe I shouldn't. Oh, I don't no. know. One uh, weakness right. to his game. I'll be able to use it against you to talk yeah. about. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm only a fair weather fan. Okay, and that is is one weakness: the ability to sell the penalty. T. And I mean, it's just a mentality. TJ doesn't try to sell the call. He just plays football. Do yeah. you think that costs him holds often? Probably. Um, yeah. who, uh, I'm trying to remember who we saw yesterday. Was it Cam or Wormley? One of the two of them sold a hold on the mm-hmm. line because as they started out, they turned, I think it was Cam, turned to go to the outside as the ball was mm-hmm. thrown out there. The guy kind of had a hold of him kind of, you know, back here by the shirt. Actually, I think it was Wormley. <laughs> I and know he, what you yeah, mean, and yeah. He, and, he threw, yeah. and he threw his arms up in the Yeah, it was Wormley. Yeah. And he threw his arms up in the air. And I said to, I said to Kyle, I said, I said, some people would say he saw that call, but really what it was is he drew the attention of the referee who then saw the guy holding his yeah. jersey and threw the flag. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, sorry, my, my, my buddy Chris says, good night, fair weather, Dave. <laughs> that nice. is, um, that, 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 that's too much. But yeah, I, I, and that's the kind of thing you need. But I also wondered that. Sorry, I'm going to bring this one up, okay? Oh, where did it go? I just skipped. There it is. Um, Sean Manhead. I, I was thinking this yesterday. TJ's weakness, he just... Too darn good. And the refs feel sorry for the O-line. The O-line. <laughs> the refs don't feel like throwing a flag on every well, single play. Not only that, and I, I once again, watched the game with my dad, pointed out to my dad, I'm like, you know there's a hold that you didn't call when the offensive lineman does this. Yes. When the offensive lineman does it and then throws his hands up, guess what? He just held, and he knew he held, and everyone knows that he held, except for the person that didn't flow the th- throw the flag so i'm not saying yesterday i think i think it was on it was either on ingram or highsmith coming around from the right side yeah yeah and and one of the guys kind of rode him for a little bit and and then it was like oh no they threw the flag (laughs) yes so and and that's and sometimes and i have no problem if tj doesn't do that if he just goes out there and says i'm going to beat you anyway i understand so it's amazing how how much he beats people being held the amount of time he's being held. Yes. Yes. And it and this wasn't just a simple thing of, you know, when a when a player does a rip move and he gets arm barred, 
by the by the tackle, they're actually allowed to do that. Okay. It's now if he doesn't do the rip move, you know, with dipping his arm through, um, then they're not allowed to just keep their arm out. But they, they say that's a cause by the defense to put the offense's arm in that position, and therefore they're allowed to keep it there is kind of the way the rule works. I mean, I'm summing it up. I might not have it exactly right for you. But that wasn't the case with a lot of these holds. You know, I understand that some of the pictures with, with Watt in the past that, that you can see that. But what's so I'm okay if TJ doesn't try to sell the hold calls and he just goes out and does his thing. And you know what? Eventually, he should get them because he doesn't try to sell them. Because, you know, it, it's kind of like taking the dive in soccer or that they've tried to cut out in hockey, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I I kind of, you know, the when you're laying on the grass, writhing in pain like you'll never be able to walk again, hoping a card comes out and then you just hop up and run down to kick the ball again. I mean, come on, you know, you don't need that. But seriously, in other words, Watt almost needs to draw more attention to himself than he already does in order for maybe the refs to pay attention. But um, got another one this week. And, and here's what's, here's the thing. This is my thought when it comes to this game this week. I'm going to lay it on the line right now. Okay. Many Steeler fans, if you were to tell them that the Steelers were to were going to be – 500 after their first two games, they would say, yeah, that sounds right. But they already won the one they weren't supposed to. So I'm going to tell you this. You can't lose this one. You can't you can't win the game you were supposed to lose and then lose the game you're supposed to win. Yeah. So the Steelers right now are five and a half point favorites at home. Not as much as what it was. I mean, honestly, that's how much the Ratbirds were favored in Vegas. And then Vegas beat them at home. This is in Pittsburgh. It's the same spread as, um, well, that spread moved around a lot. That was the one I got locked in on, which I picked the Raiders, by the way. Um, so, well, I, I, I picked against the Ravens. I, guess I should have said more than anything. But this is a oh, game that you can't let down and find a way to not bring this one home, finally being in front of fans at Heinz Field for the first time in almost two years. What do you oh, think? Uh, yeah, they got to win this one. So, oh, Sorry, you said something and it made me br- want to bring something up today. So uh, you're actually going to, to – people are probably giving me a hard time, but I, I made a conscious decision this morning. So mm-hmm. in my closet, I, w- I wear – polo shirts to work most days. And in my closet, I have one purple polo shirt mm-hmm. that my wife bought to me as, for me at one point as a group. They're all kind of pastel-y. Yeah, I got a couple like pastel colors, like a nice blue, mm-hmm. a purple, and and I think there's a like a, a reddish or something that came kind of together as a group. I chose to wear my purple polo to work today <laughs> just to kind of rub it in a little bit <laughs> kind of to rub it into the couple ravens yeah. fans that work at the school. yeah just, just but to... of course i wore the purple polo but the face mask that i had to wear <laughs> was, was Steelers. there you go um, oh that's funny that's kind of like me i had at one point i had just a plain purple t-shirt when i just got a bunch of t-shirts that were a whole bunch of different mm-hmm. colors all together that one got turned into my, to my um, 
cooking slash doing dishes slash mowing grass shirt until it was just it wasn't purple anymore. It was it was cruddy colored instead. I'm like, I'm not wearing that out in public, which is funny because my my daughter actually has a purple Steelers hat. We got it off Steelers.com. Yeah. Um, that she has a purple Steelers hat. My daughter's obsessed with the color purple, but her name is Violet. So I'm kind of okay with that. But she un- she understands that it's not because of that team that's also in the AFC North. Back to this game. All right, back to this back game. Back to this game. Okay. Here's here's some – I got a couple of points I'll bring up, and they're probably some of the same things you want to bring up. First yeah. of all, the offensive line has to play well because what's that? Oh, now I lost his name. I was sitting there thinking of it, which is why I wanted to bring yeah. it up first. You got Crosby. You've got yeah. Nassib. You've got – now. No, it was Crosby. Crosby was just – I mean, he was just playing you know, on a, in a different gear last night. Now, was he that good, or was the Ravens line that bad? This that's is what I'm not this, sure about. Because this is was, what I like. He's the to one say. that kept turning Big Al into the turnstile here and there. I've said it. This will be four straight years now, four straight seasons that that I that I've said this ever since I was started writing with Bonds to Curtain, your one stop shop with all things picks for one all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Week two is what puts Week one into perspective. Yep, you know. I'll give you I'll give you an NFC example. Were the Saints that good or were the Packers that bad? Yeah. Or is it a little bit of both? You got to see what they both do this week. Yep. You know, you can even look at the Steelers. The Steelers beat the Bills last week. The Bills traveled to Miami. If they stomped the Dolphins, well first of all, the Steelers taking down the Bills might have done the Bills a favor. You know what I'm saying? It might have caused them to say, you know what? We're not, you know, we don't want to be paper champions. Let's get this together. But if they go down there and stomp, stomp the Dolphins, that puts more, you know, raises up that level of victory for the Steelers yes. even more, if you know what I'm saying. If they go down there and go well and two, you're like, you know, maybe that's not that impressive a victory. It's kind of it's when you beat a, a team that's supposed to be good, you beat them early in the season. And at the end of the year, in past years, because it was 16 games, the team ends up four and twelve. That that doesn't mean anything. Like when you beat a two and oh team in week three and the team goes on to only win six games, that wasn't that big of a victory. At, when it's all said Correct. and done. So we're going to start to get perspective with week two. Now, the there's, this is the only AFC matchup this week of two teams that are 1-0. The only AFC matchup. There's two in the NFC, one in the AFC. So this is a big game. This is still a big game. But after you go out and take care of business in Buffalo, you can't, you can't get complacent. You've got to You've got to have a great week of practice and come home to do it at home because you, you can't turn around and drop this one. Right? That's right. That's right. You can't drop this one. So you were exactly right with, I think the most important place to look is going to be um, that tough defensive front of the Raiders going up against the Steelers offensive line. Yes. I, I think that's a key matchup. Um. How do you feel the about the other key okay. matchup is yeah. is just flip flop the whole thing. Yeah. Um we have a chance for our mm-hmm. defensive front to just totally obliterate 
the Raiders' offensive yes. line, even more than what I think they could do to ours. Yes. Um, I was looking at PFF scores of offensive tackles. Um, and the the Raiders, you know, Leatherwood was the next to lowest score and everything. He was actually worse than Villanueva, who was really far down there. Um, Villanueva had the worst pass blocking score of any tackle in the NFL this week. He had a 13.4. Nice. My goodness. But um, but you, you gotta look, oh Chris Hubbard played for the for the um I didn't realize he he played significant snaps. He played 39 snaps for the for the um the Brown team. Um hmm, sorry, got distracted there. He didn't do very well. Uh, he's towards the bottom of the list. So that is something that's really important is what are they going to do with their young tackle that's going to have to go out there and try to block one one Trent Jordan Watt? Yeah. You know, you're you're exactly right. Can their offensive line handle the Steelers' defensive front? Correct. So the the and honestly, the uh, one person on their offense is in air quotes, you know, scary. Yeah. For us and who would that be that would be the quote-unquote tight end who's not really a tight end correct that would be mr like, waller mr waller um, um coach tom brought it up today 19 targets last night mm-hmm. he's like he's like if you treat him like a tight end you're going to get killed but if you treat him you know he's like he said he's he's the closest thing to to, to chase claypool because yeah. of his size and everything but yet he goes out and plays receiver um, you've got to have a special plan for him. And they asked him about that special plan. He's like, I'm not telling you. He didn't say it that way. He's like, I'm not going to disclose that at this time. Um, thank you, Coach Tomlin. But, you know, he acknowledges that. I won't disclose know, it at this time either. I have my thoughts of what the Steelers could do with him. Yeah. But I'm going to hold those to me because, you know, John Gruden's watching our watching our podcast. Yeah. And I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, you don't want to let Gruden. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't even do a Frank Caliendo impersonating John Gruden. The, I don't know if you realize that he he released a video last night after the game. Oh, um, did he? Or it might have been this morning. Sometime I saw it early this morning. Yeah, when Cal- Cal- you're like, "Yep, you gotta get that done, man." Yeah. So, so um, pretty pretty good stuff. So, I like that this is in Pittsburgh, but we know that. Traditionally, the Steelers have not done well against that team. But you know what? They've never played them when they weren't in California. Correct. So maybe because it's the Vegas Raiders, it's a whole whole new thing. I still think they're the Oakland Raiders who play their games in Las Vegas. That's really who they are. (laughs) So, But now you've got a game under your belt. The Steelers have to take the mentality of that was, you know, that wasn't the peak. That started the climb. Yes. You know, having that that big of a win to start, that's not the peak. That just starts the climb. You must climb from here. You must work hard to get better. And hey, there, there are guys on that team, uh, like Cam Hayward, Ben Roethlisberger, some of those vet guys that would, after the game, I'm sure said, hey, you know, we expected to win. We yeah. don't go out there and think we're not going to win. We go out there and think we're going to win. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, we are to the time of the show where we want to try to make sure we give you guys enough time to get your scores in. Rich is about ready to give his score prediction for this week. I saved mine for the Steelers preview. Um, 
don't didn't have as much time to think about it as you know. I mean, because really, you could do the score before last night's game. You had to see how they how how your opposition looked. So you know, with the Bills, I'd been thinking about it for for a couple of weeks. I luckily I don't have mine yet, but I hope you'd have it. While you're thinking of it, I want to make sure that people um, know know some things. First of all, if any of you are going to get to this game this weekend, fantastic. That's that's it, it's got it's going to be a great the game. It's, Time it's, to bust out some renegade. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. If you're looking to go to a game later in the season, I still have two tickets available in the lower deck end zone for the Monday night game against the Bears and for the game in December against Tennessee. If you are interested in those, make sure you hit me up. You can hit me up on Twitter. It's on the screen if you're watching. It's at STLR Superfan Dad. If you want to email me, it's at ST, not at, take a, at, what am I saying? It's STLR Superfan Dad at gmail.com. You can reach out to me there. Um, I'm giving BTSC people the friends and family rate. Bottom line is I'm just, I want people to be able to go. Um, so if you're interested in going to those games, um, contact me and I'll get you all the information. Did you, do you have another one available still? Um, either cause I'm only getting rid of one more, okay. but I'm open as to which it would be. It would be the Denver Broncos game on October the 10th mm-hmm. or the Cleveland Monday night game on January 3rd. Gotcha. Okay. One, one or the other, one or the other. One so or the if you're other. interested in any of those games, now your, your tickets are an upper deck. Upper deck. Yeah, minor lower deck. So that's why they're a little bit price discrepancy, but it is what it is. Rich, I know there people were dying to do their scores. Some already put them in there. I, for, Too bad you might be new talk. to this. Bring them up. No, you're, yeah, you, you might be new to this. You might be new to this. Okay, Kelvin Colbert Sr. says he's interested. Hit me up. Seriously. Make sure you do it. Do it now. And if you I'm, want mine, go ahead and just hit Dave up and yeah, get yeah. to me. Hit me up either way because I, I'll – I help broker his, <laughs> but everyone's jumping in one to do their scores. Remember the rules. You might be I'm new ready. to this. I won't bring up any scores until I put the word scores in the live chat. Rich has to give us his first. Yep. Ready? I've had this one ready for a little bit. Ready? Uh, this one, um, defense continues to dominate. Offense um, gets it together a little more, finds the end zone a little more often. Final score, Steelers 24, Raiders 14. 24-14 is your score. I now have it up in the live chat. I'm ready for the barrage. If you put it in there already, I'm not going to look at it. You'll have to do it again. Oh, what do you who know? First? Who's first? Who's first? That's because, you know, that's my it's, boy. It's, it's SCO 2.0. Kyle Schofield, 27-17. Defense comes in clutch. Start, you know. I, do you think the Raiders are going to score more than the Bills? Hmm, maybe, maybe they do. Maybe, maybe they do. They, I don't know. Well, are you looking at that? Do but they get a jump? Do they get a jump used... touchdown at the end of the game? See, that's part exactly. of what I'm thinking. Exactly. So there you are. You you have a 10 point win, 24 14. Kyle has a 10 point win, 27 17. Kree's got 10 points, 26 16 Steelers. Tyler W says 27 14. Garbage time Raiders TD. Exactly what you said. George Teston says 28 17. Steelers Pittsburgh. And we, and he, that was Steelers. If you don't put a team, we assume it's Steelers. Okay, uh, 30 to 12 Steelers, Lake Effect Snow One. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, 31 10 Steelers, Paul Scherf. Scherf. Yeah, I almost said Sharif, but no, with the eyes before the R. Sorry, Paul. Um, 30 24 Steelers, um, outside Steeler fan is good guys 27, Raiders 14, Justin Conway 27 13 Steelers, Sean Manahan 7 27. 13 in favor of the Steelers. Christopher 11 says 31-17 Steelers. 
Steelers Freak says 24-10 Steelers. Joshua Rhodes, 35-17. Steeler Chick 46, 28-17 Steelers. Garrett Slingerland says 31-24 Steelers. I'm, I'm seeing a theme here. Do you see a theme? Yeah. Okay. Uh, David Poe says 30-16, sorry, 31-16 Steelers. No. Um, did I get, oh, Great. sorry. Stillers. I yeah, you it right. It right when they put well, it I'm there. not reading it with a team every time. I'm just saying the score more than anything. I know. Okay. Um, Devin Logan says 21-13 Pittsburgh. Mark Deragotis. I almost said Deragotis, but I almost nope, switched. That's an A. I had it. Yep. Okay. Steelers 28, Raiders 14. Going all touchdowns there. Um, yeah, it was interesting to see the Raiders, you know, take that 55-yard field goal to tie the game. That was that was interesting. Um Kelvin Colbert Sr., 31-17 Steelers. Brick Quest with the Lego guy. Uh, my son would love that. 27-17 to 17 Steelers. Uh, Brian Brown, this is an interesting one. 24-6 Steelers. I can get behind that one. Yeah, I can okay. get behind that one. I like that. Awesome stuff, 1983. Steelers, 21-17. Kathy Forid. Steelers, 27. Raiders, 17. Um, was that Kyle's too? Yeah, that was Kyle's. Yeah, that was Kyle's too. Okay, I almost thought she had the same as you. Thanks, Bean Joe, 31 16, Knight Rider 16, 26 21. See, when I, when I say the numbers at the oh, end no. of the name, it's uh, Knight Rider says the score will be 26 21 Steelers. Uh, Brian Blackstock, 31 17 Steelers. Uh, Faustino Flores, 25 23 Steelers. Moneybags, 27 13 Steelers. Bully Mob Kennel, the artist formerly known as Solarverse, 31 6 Steelers. I like that one too. Um, Faceless Man, Steelers 38, Raiders 13. Wes, 42 14, two defensive scores, a Minka pick six, and TJ Scoopin score. He's going with five takeaways. That would be that. That would, that would be, be a dominating defense. That would yes, be dominating. Would. You know what? They could. It's, I would love that outcome. I'd also be fine if the Steelers win by one point. The biggest thing is I want to be talking about a win. win. Okay. I want to breathe. Yes, you want to breathe that, breathe that in. Greg Schellenberger, 28-25, black and gold, validating week one. I, I like that. Joshua Rhodes, 35-17 Steelers. Mark Davison, one of the blokes, 45-0. I'm holding you to that Mark, in the article. I'm Marky holding you to D, that. you homer. <laughs> I'm holding you to that score. He picked the Steelers last week, I'm pretty sure. Um, Got to love it. Uh, Mark Tobin, 28-17 Steelers. He says Pierre gets a pick six, and Najee runs for two TDs. Got to remember that. The Steelers deploy things pretty interesting. They didn't bring Pierre in for nickel. They brought him in for dime and yeah. put Sutton back there in his role that he did the dime before. It worked out really well. I don't know if yeah. they'll do it all the time, but it worked out. I don't know, but it worked. It Jeffrey worked pointed that out. Speaking of Jeffrey, he's coming up here. Okay. Uh, Reginald Rivers, 27-17 Steelers. Um, Jeffrey Benedict, Steelers 13-7 on the last second TD to Najee. I'm holding you to that one, too, in the staff predictions there, Jeffrey. I, I'm going to see it in the article. Okay. Michael O'Malley says 35-17 Steelers. And George OTJ, 35-9 Steelers. It says a defensive score, another turnover that sets up another touchdown. Um, DeMarcus says 42-10 Steelers. Jennifer, 21-10 Steelers. Hey, Felicia, 27-20 hey. Steelers. And she changed her picture. That's great. 
So you, we can definitely say, hey, Felicia. Um, Demetrios says 27-12 Steelers. All field goals for the Raiders. Okay. Illegal Italian. 16-13 Steelers. Ooh, interesting. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, now people are coming. Another one. See if I find any more. Um, uh, Cree wants my jerk. email one more time. It's very simple. Cree, you see my Twitter handle there? STLR Superfan Dad. Put on at gmail.com right after it. Okay. That's what we got. Jerry Cherry. Thank you, Jerry Cherry. 30 to 23 Steelers. Okay. Uh, Robert Jacobs, 24 10 Steelers. Um, do, 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 do. Someone's, did I skip? I don't think I skipped, did I? Um, Robert Jacobs says 24 10 Steelers. Then we get Leon saying 24 13 Steelers win. Bala 23, 20. I almost messed it up again with the name yep. at the end. Says 23 20 Steelers. Okay. And I like the, the Akuta 70 says what I said. Who cares as long as they win? Uh, it's fun. It's fun to predict the score. That's what we're trying to do. But you know what? That's the big thing. Um, David quick, J. Uh, Redshaw, 31-14 Stillers. Um, I saw another one there. Did you get that one? I, that, that, just put one up. Did you? Oh, there it is. Uh, Mark Lee, 27-14 Stillettes. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a typo. I'm not going to give you a hard time, Mark. 27-14 Steelers. So, wow, you guys are really pouring these out tonight. Uh, Wayne Suki? Suchi? Wayne. We'll just say Wayne. 34-21. Duberg. Um, Tony Ringor, 34-27 Steelers. Uh, Daniel Vaughn, 27-14 Steelers. Um, Josh Parker, 28-17 Steelers with a Minka pick six. And I got one more. You got one more. And that's Robert Jacobs, Steelers, 35-14. to I tell you what. Woo! Man. You all did not disappoint there. You really poured out the scores. You're showing up. You're excited. I did notice one thing. Answer the question from the the show. They are excited about the Steelers moving forward. You know how it's too early to to get excited? No. No, it's not too early. Because Every single pick was a Steelers win. Exactly. Exactly. And that's because people are excited. Because we're excited. Because we're excited. Um, and and it's better, you know, you, you're excited after a big win. That's what you're supposed to be yeah. as a fan base. You know, you don't want to be excited and already have week one, you know, chalked in as a victory because the other team didn't do as well in the playoffs last year. Because then you end up asking yourself questions all week about what happened. Uh, like the the very passionate fans in Buffalo are having to do right now. I'm you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock them. I mean they have they have a passionate fan base. They really do. They were a little bit cocky going into this one, and uh, it's kind of nice when you can put put people yeah, in their place. But, let them meet yeah. some humble pie. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it might just be exactly what they needed. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wayne said I pronounced his way his name right, but I pronounced it two different ways, so I don't know which one was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got to do one more. Nate Drew says 31 13 Steelers. Right. So um I'm excited. I'm ready to I'm ready to this the steal. I mean, I hate to say it, I feel this is a must-win game. You can't go into Buffalo and win that one and then come home and not take care of business when you're favored at home. So Steelers just got to take care of business. Anything else you want to say to close up here, Rich? 
Um, no, other than it's nice to be back into Steeler football. I will take a quick plug and say after the game on Sunday, check out my knee-jerk reaction article. Oh, it was uh, a good one this week. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, Kyle, Kyle and I were having a blast during the game, even though they were sucking at first. So, um, yeah. But, you know. And people got to remember, these are knee-jerk reactions. There was someone who commented and said, oh, if you go back and see the replay, you missed the point no. of a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, it's, it's not a replay. It, it, is, yeah. it is what spills out of my mouth right when something happens. Bottom line is, if I'm not sitting on the couch next to you to watch, it's what you would be saying to me. Yes. That's what it is. Oh, it's really what, it what is. ends up being is what I'm saying to Kyle. What, you, what you're saying to Kyle. So, and yeah, some make of it's what sure... Kyle's saying to me. Hey, you all have been stepping up. Um, our podcast downloads are through the roof. Um, we we appreciate. We couldn't do this without you. I mean, no. Rich and I would still probably talk about Steeler stuff anyway, but it's not the same without you all. Um, it's a lot more both, fun. Both listening on the audio side and participating in the live chat. Um, if you are only a YouTube or Facebook person, you are missing so much other podcasts that we have and some really great stuff. If you're not part of the ride or die crew, you need to make sure you're checking out Jeff's uh, let's ride on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. I don't miss it. I'm part of the crew. Um, then I've got stat geek on Thursdays, Michael back on Tuesdays with uh, the live mic. We've got noon shows. We got a whole lineup there. I don't want to go into all of them, miss them. Cause we're, 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 we're over our time because you guys gave us so many scores, which I'm not going to complain about one bit. Make sure you're checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It really is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Lots of content. We're wrapping up from the, the coverage from the, the game this past week and transitioning into looking forward uh, to, to the game coming up this week. Just um, let's be excited about the Steelers. Rich, we get to, we get to sit back, watch them play, get to see those terrible towels going at Heinz Field, hopefully get to hear that renegade in the background coming out of commercial, and we get to go for that 2-0. and What do you yep. think about that? Oh, hope opener. Can't wait. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.